When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! And Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And we have such a special episode for you today. Remember last year when we did our favorite things episode? Do you do you remember, Aileen? Because no one's going to answer from the audience. <laughs> Crickets? No, yeah, I remember. Oh my gosh, Avi just brought me a pastrami sandwich from Katz's. Like, I left it. Here it is. Here it is. Yes, thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, Avi. The gloriousness. Beautiful. Thank you, Leftover Avi, from last behalf. night. Uh, anyway, so yes, I do remember us recording our favorite things episode earlier this year. So in the outline, it says, you guys loved it. So we're back this week with a twist, sharing our favorite things, but also guilty pleasures and embarrassing stories and much, much more. So that is what you can all expect from the next, let's say, 45 minutes. To an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, 45 minutes. So what? How, how are you doing before we, before we begin the favorite things? I'm all right. You know, things are fine. I would say (laughs) (laughs) they're good. They're fine. (laughs) I'm excited for like a little bit of a break for the holidays that I'm very excited about. I've been, you know, working hard in the last couple weeks and, you know, you expect December to be a little bit chiller, but it's almost always the opposite. And I'm, and I think everyone's feeling that everybody just wants this year to ha- to end. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited for like the little break that's on the horizon. <laughs> well, so a good milestone that I remembered will be happening in, um, I can't do math, but in like a week-ish, um, is that it's like the the winter solstice. Yeah. So the it will start getting lighter, late, darker later. Oh, yeah. So- week. So sunset is not at 4.30. Well, it will still be at 4.30 for quite some time, but the, but yeah, the, it goes the, the other way. It's exciting because like now, right, right now, like the days are getting shorter, shorter, shorter. And eventually it's, I always feel just like it's better to be on the other side of that where they're getting longer. Yeah, I agree. So that's exciting. How are you feeling? Much the same. Much the yeah. same. <laughs> yeah. Fine, About equal. Good. About, no, I actually am feeling like I'm feeling very grateful these days like as the year kind of comes to an end and like seeing how tough of a time it is I hope that things start to improve for everybody yeah no I think that's a that's a great like kind of outlook I do feel I didn't want to take the negative approach and say like I feel the heaviness for all like 
of the the restaurant workers and everything that's being closed down right now. And like this looming shutdown. um, I do feel that too on like, it's, it's very much like a dark cloud over us. And that's, and I feel, (laughs) I feel so much for all those people who, who were like, who felt hope for a while. And then now it's just potentially being like pulled out from under them. And so like, that is definitely like, you know, it's like a cloud. It's like just rumbling like the storm over my head, but I'm trying to stay positive. And again, like taking the outlook of, of, um, gratitude is definitely good. And I'm thinking about ways to help out. It does feel a little bit more bleak knowing about the indoor dining changes. Not that indoor dining is like safe for people. I don't think, but like it still will really hurt so many restaurant owners and business owners and, and and all the and waiters and waitresses like who's- yeah i mean everyone who's in you know that is what new york is like it's a city that takes place around like those types of establishments and it it's very it's very depressing but i am trying to kind of stay i am trying to lean into the gratitude because like it doesn't really help for me to be depressed no it helps to think of ways to also help yeah exactly so, but well, we're here to help you guys cheer up. If that's we heal for you, if that's something you need, if you want to cheer up, because it is kind of a bleak. Especially, I'm looking out my window and it's just fucking gray. <laughs> I know, and like foggy. So, if you guys want a little pick me up, we're here with the light content, except for that last five minutes. <laughs> we're gonna be doing all of our favorite things, and should we just jump dive right in? Yeah. Well, okay. Here, here's a mood switcher that like is based in. Um, reality. I watched the first person get the vaccine this morning at a a Long Island hospital in New York. And I did feel really moved by that. Like if obviously it doesn't change anything about so many situations now, but it did feel like, okay, we've done, we've taken that step. We're getting vaccinated. Yeah. And that feels good. Yeah. It's definitely, there is definitely like, cause this is different than last time because there's now some feeling of end, you know, like there's an end in sight of this. Right. So positive change is on again the horizon. Well, most um, I'd say light a at the horizon. end of the tunnel, but a long tunnel. Yeah, it's been a long tunnel, but this time I feel like there's light. So that is the positive change. And in the meantime, again, like the, I said, the light content. We're here to create little light moments. We're here as your flashlight in that tunnel. <laughs> little moments of light to get you through. So let's let's get into it, Saman. So okay. Carly, Carly prepared a bunch of fucking questions and scenarios that are going to be really funny. She's so good at this. And let's, you want to go with the first one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What is your favorite unnecessary kitchen gadget that you don't use, but you won't throw away? Um, this is a funny question because it's like, why won't you throw it away? Right. <laughs> But it's unnecessary. Well, why do you have it? So there's it? like there's like this emotional attachment to this unnecessary kitchen gadget. Right. Um, okay, so I have a few things. I have this one. <laughs> okay, so I bought it on Amazon. It's this like garlic like slicer. It's like like a garlic press. I wouldn't call it a press, it's a slicer. Okay. Like I'm not pressing anything. Oh, it's is just, it like I know what it is? It's like okay. a little canister that you turn and you like. It's like a zoodler for garlic. Like a garlic grinder? It's me, but it slices, I think. Here's the thing. It's like, because I hate chopping garlic, but I also don't really cook with too much garlic. But I bought this thing thinking I was going to like 
you know, oh, now I'm going to be this garlic, you know, connoisseur. Queen. And um, I'm trying you know, to go for that, actually. And I did not use it. <laughs> I have not used it once. Instead, I found an alternate option, which I saw on Alex Turoff's Instagram, which is these like frozen garlic cubes. Um, oh, yes. And those are great. Those are better than this fucking slicer. They don't take up room in your really important gadget drawer. Right. So that's mine. Okay. I like don't think I have one, but maybe it is these tiny little Le Crusette cocottes that I bought a few months ago <laughs> so that I could make like mac and cheese in them or like make small individualized portions. Like they're very small. Are those like, like French onion soup bowls? Yes. But smaller, so more <laughs> pointless. <laughs> Mini French onion soup bowls. <laughs> like you couldn't even put enough soup in them to make it a French onion. Like it wouldn't be a meal. So you wouldn't haven't used a- them? So I've used them like once and then I thought about using them again. And the problem I ran into was that these are way too fucking small. Right. So it's like I an appetizer bowl. bowl. It's not even. It's like <laughs> if you wanted. Okay, you know what I could do in them? I could actually roast garlic in them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. But also it's meant to put like a one serving. You could do like a little one serving dessert. Mm, like a like a, a mug cake. Yes. Like a mug cake. But I never you can use put them in the oven because they're le, le crochet. You can cook in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That's the idea. So they do have a purpose, just not one that like I can. You I did use them once. That was have. Another another gadget I have is a slow cooker. I've had it for maybe four oh. years and I have not used it one time, literally one time. And I found it when we were moving. The best part is I have all these things and I moved and I got rid of a lot of stuff and I still kept it. And because right. Rusty like insists on us keeping it. I'm like, I don't know what one makes in a fucking slow cooker. I'm not making brisket. Oh. <laughs> I actually use my slow cooker more. What I don't ever use is my instant pot. What is ever. that? I still don't know what that you is. You can make everything in it. You literally just press the button that it says that of the thing you want to make. You can make any, like, and it works. Really, it is a very good gadget. I just never use it. Maybe my problem is that I am too lazy. Well, yeah, that's, I think that's <laughs> what we're learning from both from this conversation about yeah. both of us. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one. Okay, great. We have, there's so much more to share. I know. That was bullet one, bullet two. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite clothing item that you didn't think you could pull off, but you can, and now you wear it all the time? Second Psych. earring holes. Oh, they're going to say the nap dress. <laughs> oh, no, I'm wearing one now, but... um, That's no surprise. But I can She's pull flashing off me now. With the nap dress on. I can pull off the nap dress, though. The, it's the second earring hole that I didn't think I could pull off. Really? You didn't think you could pull that off? I didn't think I was, like, edgy enough. That's cool. I like, I love a the second girl who wears I want, nap dresses and has a, I might even get a third. I want, I've been wanting a third for so long. Do you want to go to studs and get one? I I've tried to, to go a hundred times, but it's always some, there's, there's all these rules around like going and like, you can't have a certain X, Y, Z. Like every time I go, I happen to have like something that I can't do it. Like it's something is in the way, whether you're about to go in like the sun or you're about oh. to go swimming or something's about to happen. And also, like, I know you can't wear, like, earmuffs or some shit. I don't know. So oh. I'm just going to wait it out. Probably a year. Okay, well, if you want to ever go and get a third hole, like, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down, too. Okay. What's a clothing item I wait, can't pull you? off? Yeah. Sorry, that sounded ridiculous. That I think that I can't pull off. What's a thing that, that What's you a thing that I can't pull off? I pull <laughs> off everything. No, I really... What's something that you think makes you look short? <laughs> the thing is, is that I don't really wear anything that I 
can't, that I don't want to pull off. Like, so I guess something that I didn't think I could pull off. Really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really wear versatile enough outfits. Like, I don't think I could pull off a nap dress. I think (laughs) I won't wear it. I won't wear it. It's too. I really think you could. Not like you just get one and try. Style. It doesn't, but it's like it. I admire it, but it's not my style. It's about the. uh, It's not about the. Well, for for me, it's about the style and the comfort. But I think, I don't know. I think you could pull off one of the cuts. Maybe (laughs) not the puffy sleeve cut that I wear, but like. (laughs) Right. Like I don't wear a lot of different things like headbands. I don't wear, I don't, I don't like, like wide pants, like culottes. I don't wear, I don't know. I just don't wear a lot of I've never seen you wear a headband. Back in, never, ever. I've never worn one. Remember back in the day, I wouldn't wear tank tops. Right. So maybe right, maybe right now we should set, set one, one thing that I should start wearing. Headbands. (laughs) I love headbands. I feel like headbands make me look so much. Like I feel like at home at headband. I just don't like when they compress your head. Like, well, that's why you have to get a good headband that doesn't, or the kind that are, um, that like, are not as compressed. They just give me a headache. <laughs> the Hill House ones. So my, my, obviously, my uniform these days is the Hill House headband and the Hill House <laughs> dress. Right. No. By I don't the way, know. a lot of people ask me what cuts I get of the nap dresses. I like the Athena. That's the short one, and but I also really like the Ellie, which is like the long one that I have in plaid. That's actually my favorite one, but okay. I think you would like the longer one. But I look long. Usually you can't wear something very long when you're short. It would probably be like almost, it would be a maxi dress on you. Yeah. But maxi dresses don't look great. I have to wear something midi on a, sh- and as a short person. Well, they technically are midi. I think all I the know. short ones will probably be midis on me. TBH. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> They're too all short. Right. All right. Let's, let's move anyway, on next. Okay. What is a must-have item when you order Chinese food? Um, easy. Sesame chicken or General Tso's chicken, and I need white rice with it. Okay, fair, fair, fair. For me, it's scallion pancakes. Oh, interesting. Those are good. I know. One time – so I got sick from sesame chicken when I was like eight years old, and I've never been able to eat it really since. Really? Yeah. That sucks. I've, I actually have another – I once got sick from Indian food when I was really, really young, and it took me a very long time because I love Indian food, and I, it took me a really long time to get over that. But so I, I understand how you feel. Although yeah. I once got really sick from cold shrimp, and I still have not come back from that. I do not like cold shrimp unless it's sushi. Right? Yeah. Just sometimes it like does that to you. It's a severe I aversion. Could so go for a scallion pancake. <laughs> um, another actually, actually, I think something that supersedes General Tso's slash sesame chicken. I think I like sesame chicken. It's less, it's less like um, the sauce is less, um, is these, is like a shrimp dumpling, but not like a shumai from Japanese restaurants. I know what you mean. Like, like a dim like, sum. Like a dim sum glass, like that glass dumpling flour. Oh. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I love those, but those are not necessarily going to be uniformly good across Chinese restaurants. Agree. Those you need you like all, a, those are like, like an upscale. Authentic, you need like an yeah. authentic Chinese or Szechuan restaurant. Yeah. Which I have. Okay. There are some of them in Brooklyn. Well, that's good. I could so have Chinese food. <laughs> when it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. 
By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. All right, let's get back into this list. What guilty pleasure TV show or movie are you binging when you need to unwind and relax? I know the answer to that because I know what I picked the day before my wedding. And I know that that must gossip girl. Oh, that's great. That's a good one. Gossip girl. It might in the future become Emily in Paris though. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) Um, It depends what kind of unwind and relax I need. If I need to fully shut off my brain and I need to like feel better, it's always great British bake off. Oh, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like a, I kind of just want to escape and like laugh, it's a housewife, housewives yeah. franchise. If it's more of a, I need to escape and be excited and think about something, it's something along the lines of a succession <laughs> or like I need to get into the Sopranos, like something oh, yeah. like that. It's, so right, there's three I'm, moods. Right. If I'm looking to be absorbed, it wouldn't be Gossip Girl, but that's like a good back, like a stress reliever. Right. Agree. All the headbands. I think that's the same as like a, a housewives. Yeah. Yeah. Level. Okay. What is one home decor item that you have that makes sense to absolutely no one? I, it's not, I have a, I have a weird, it's not weird, but it's like definitely not like cool. <laughs> what is it? Decor item. Rusty makes calendars. <laughs> For okay. us every year with our pictures and writes a cute little note. He's been doing it for a while now. And so, um, yeah, I have December hanging up right now and he writes a, like a little note at the back of it and it's just like so sweet. And so that's like a weird decor item I have because like who hangs calendars? <laughs> that's not weird. I like it's, it. Avi sister Alana buys like those kind of things like Shutterfly, make a right, calendar. Right, make- yeah. She sent us fridge magnets. They were great. That's fun. Yeah. What's, okay. What's yours? No one's been in my apartment for months now because of the pandemic, but I think it's probably this little um, green cabinet thing I have. I can go get it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I think I saw it on Instagram. I did post it on Instagram. So this is my little cabinet. Uh huh. I keep my face stuff it's, in it. It's a mini armoire. It's a mini armoire. It's like a dollhouse armoire. It, it is. really is. It's like an American girl doll sized armoire because well, it's not well, really a doll doll house. Well, so yeah, this is pretty random. So what do you keep in there? What kind of I keepsakes? Keep, I keep my face cream, my medication, a lighter <laughs> and a Boston Terrier magnet. That's really cute. Me. Oh my God. Wait, is there, I, I saw something online that was a, with a Boston Terrier and I don't want to give it away, but I want to get you it. <clears throat> oh, what but I don't know. <laughs> What's the occasion? Should I get you maybe like for Hanukkah? Hanukkah. <laughs> Should we send DSD Hanukkah gifts? Yeah, maybe we could do like um, end of the year. Hanukkah gift Holly exchange. Gifts. Okay, so I know what I'm going to get you. I already okay. figured it out. It's weird, but it's fun. Okay, great, great, great. That'll be my weirdest decor item then for next year. Okay. What is your go-to recipe for dinner when you have 10 minutes? Uh, Like wrap pizza, like whole wheat wrap, sauce, Um shredded cheese in the air fryer for four minutes. I've literally like never made that. Try it. 
That sounds good. Um, what about most, you? Most recently, the, the quickest dinner I made was chicken nuggets and cauliflower gnocchi. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's not really my go-to. If I want like a go-to quick meal that's regular and if I have like broccoli, it's usually like broccoli and chicken nuggets. Mm, chicken nuggets. <laughs> I love chicken nuggets. Um, or like chicken tenders, you know. I love frozen- ch- chicken tenders are so much better than chicken nuggets. We have to talk about that. Um, yes. And chicken schnitzel, also delicious. I or recently then you're in like chicken cutlet land. That's different. I love chicken cutlet. You wouldn't eat that with your fingers. I might. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. I I got I got a, I ordered from 12 chairs the other day and um I got like their salad with chicken schnitzel on top. Fucking mind blowing. Is that like Israeli? Mm, yes. Oh, I want that. Their hummus, so good. Oh, I'll have some like leftovers. that. Yeah, I they have a hummus that has falafel in it. And oh my God. Okay, let's just say. That. Okay, we got to get that. Okay, what is the last thing you purchased upon telling yourself that it will make you work out more? Oh, that's so good. Um, what's yours? Um, Melissa would help. Yes, <laughs> probably. Yeah, Melissa. No, these sliders that I did um, that I bought for um, housework. Oh, yeah. That I did for like two weeks before my wedding and then I quit. So what, they're just sitting there under your desk because you just got it so quickly. This is my um like gym. My gym is um, underneath my my desk. Oh, got it. Yeah, it's sort of the same. I'm sitting in behind. I'm sitting <laughs> staring at my Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> so um, gym home office. OK, what about what about you? Was it your Peloton? No, I that that really did make it, me work out it. more. That That's was successful. True. I think the Melissa Wood Health subscription. I thought I was gonna like really work out more with that, but I did like four classes and then I was done. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know I what really you thought mean. it was gonna happen. Um, I got a Apple Watch earlier in Pel- in Peloton. Oh my god, in 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 quarantine, which has helped me like realize Walk. that I don't move enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think that <laughs> I don't I, I definitely really... don't need to spend hundreds of dollars to tell me that. <laughs> yeah. So I think I didn't really use it hasn't told me to do more. It just told me I don't do enough. <laughs> okay. I think that's the right. Yeah. Yeah. Um next, next, next. Um oh, okay. Describe a snapshot of your favorite evening, what's around you. And I think I'm gonna read the example Carly gave out because it's it's so accurate for you. <laughs> For example, if it were Sammy, Bruce, weed, TV, and cookies. <laughs> Do you notice how Avi is not in the equation? What the <laughs> hell, Carly? <laughs> okay, forget our significant others. Forget people. <laughs> well, Bruce is there. Uh, that's a dog. Um, describe so. What, describe a favorite. I mean, you can have different favorite types of eating. Okay, I think with different yeah. people. Okay, this is fairly accurate for like a solo or just me and Avi evening, except switch the cookies out for milk bar cake slice and um, oh, interesting. the soft serve. Cause you know, I'm not like cookies are not my number one. Ice cream and cake are my number one. Yeah. Oh, cookies are my number one for those things though. Okay. So that's an at home night, but like an ideal night for socializing. I would just love to go out to a long dinner with like six people and we talk. When did that's we, it. didn't we just talk about this? No, Didn't we do- both say the same. Where were we? Maybe Where, wasn't this know. on an episode where we both said we love like oh probably last week oh we, it was freckled foodies podcast oh yeah 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 that's where it was oh yeah you guys we're we're on um uh, freckled foodies podcast coming out early um twenty twenty one 
Yeah, Johnny Trent first, so you can hear us talk about that there. Okay, so those what are about- two separate nights, though. For I so think the one's an in night and one's an out night. Right. Um, what about yeah. you? My in night, I would need a show that is as good as Succession, if not a Succession. <laughs> it would be Succession, or like The Sopranos, like something like just so good like that. That's my ideal night. Or you could have or, that any night. But it, no, because you it doesn't it doesn't feel as good if you just recently watched it. Fair. Or a night that's like. A new episode is out. (laughs) (laughs) Something. Like if Succession, like season three, like starting, that's or Game of Thrones, like that is my ideal. And um, I have some candles that I love. Yeah. And I have like either a delicious cookie or like some really good ice cream that I've been excited to have. Like nothing I have been eating in recently, so it's like feels newer or more special. Um, That. And I don't know if alcohol is in the photo, but it's not for me at home, but it is for me out to dinner. Yeah. Out to dinner is another story. Right. Yeah. For sure. I have little Sansi. I can brush her next brush to her. me. <laughs> yeah. I love to brush her. Um, like I'm like Sonia Morgan, you know, she's like brushing her dog like crazy. Um, and that's kind of it. It's like a really good dessert. Simple really ladies. Good, really good show. Oh, a blank. Oh, key, key, key. I'm missing. The comfiest clothes, <laughs> oh, like yeah. the most comfortable, softest sweater and pants situation. Nothing is compressing. Everything feels soft. Like I'm in a fucking blanket. Yeah. That is my ideal scenario. Oh, oh, oh. Also have done my skincare routine. So and it's just like creamy. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to feel like you have to get up and do your skincare routine. Yeah, exactly. I've already done it. What I find is that when I do my skincare routine, it needs it needs to happen before like 8:30 or I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm reluctantly doing it later. I'm not doing it after 8:30. Mm, just okay. not. I'm just not like I'm <laughs> Tweet just, that. just the just the chance of me like getting the momentum to do it after 8:30. At 8:30 I'm still like living life and being productive human. Okay. After 8:30, like you can't make me do something. Let like, me be cream my face. <laughs> No way. Okay. 8.30 is the cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Favorite thing you've ever splurged on? Hmm. Oh, my chairs, my dining room chairs. Oh. I, I really, I, I can't even explain to you how happy they make me. <laughs> okay. That's a good Every time, Every time I walk out of my bedroom and I see them and I'm just like, yes, this is right. <laughs> Like they just make me so, and, and it was great because making the decision to buy them. Also, I did get them on sale. So that made it even better. Cause I got them during like cyber Monday. Um, but I remember like thinking like, okay, four of these is a lot. And yeah, chairs are annoying. Like tw- that. chairs are annoying, expensive. Four of these are a lot. And I'm sit- sitting there like, maybe I should just like curb it and get something a little bit cheaper. But then I remembered when I did that last time, my last chairs and I hated them. And this time I'm thinking like, I really love these. I've been thinking about them for literally at least three months. They've been pinned on my page, maybe longer. And I looked at my to buy Pinterest board that's hidden and they're like all different variations of this chair. And I'm like, this will bring you joy, buy it. And I just did it without like really second guessing that that emotion or that like feeling. And I got to tell you. (laughs) 
it's a really return. There was a huge return on investment there with the joy that it brings me. So, and then I had, I had like Rusty's brother came over and he's like, wow, these are great chairs. I was like, yes, what's yours? <laughs> that was worth The latest it. thing I splurged on are these gray mail-in photos that oh. are like all over our house. There's so that shit's like so expensive. Yeah. Just frame pricey. them, especially to the most, most of the cost is actually the framing, not so much like the photos. So I got two small ones that are both like above my desk, which I really like, they look really good together. Those were like less expensive, but to get like, I feel like art needs to be really big to like have the impact that I wanted to have. Like, um, especially okay. on a white, I don't mean that on like a, in, on like a colorful wall or like wallpaper, but when you have like white walls in an apartment, I feel like I need the art to be like large. So I bought like one of the, like one of the larger sizes that are like more expensive and put it above our dining table. And I'm really happy every time I look at it. Oh, that's great. That's what art should do. It should yeah, make so you they, feel the emotion that you want to feel. Overall, they were like pricey and we didn't split them. Like I bought them as a gift to the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy that I did. That's great. Um, and again, and it's also something that like we could always, like we're never going to not like have somewhere to put them. Like we're right. always going to live somewhere with walls hopefully. Right. I believe like a splurge is like an emotional investment. Right. You know, otherwise, why are you splurging? You that's know, like otherwise you're, in, otherwise you're wasting money or you're real, you're, you're investing it in like for the money to grow. But when you're, but a splurge that actually makes you happy is an investment in your mood. Right. That's why I was saying, I feel like I splurge a lot, but I actually don't. Cause like just spending money does not yeah. mean you're splurging. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, was, were those shoot like was buying a pair of sneakers that I didn't need a splurge? Like, no, they weren't like. Right. If, it was, if they were really expensive shoes, that would be a splurge. Right. They weren't like really expensive. I did just buy um, a new pair of sneakers, but it, the reason it felt like splurge at first was because I haven't been working out. So I'm like, why am I buying? <laughs> right. Well, they, we fashion sneakers. Yeah, they are. Okay, next okay. question. Oh, this is funny. One thing you buy because your mom always bought it. Hmm. This is a really, 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 really good question because you don't, I don't think about that ever. Yeah. You know what I do? When I think about my mom, I think about her perfume and her like, re, her nighttime lotion because she buys like, she has great skin and yeah. she has this like huge bucket of Lancome night cream that she just has used forever, ever. And she always just replenishes it. And I wonder if like my desire for like a thick night cream, cause I was just talking about that, yeah. um, is because of that. I don't have the exact same one because I don't want to smell exactly like her, <laughs> but maybe that's that. I feel like maybe. Yeah. I don't, my mom like wasn't, my mom like never bought shit growing up like she was always like very she just never bought anything for herself I feel like what about something in the fridge that you might have always like that could be something well, I was thinking like it's more like I'll always order the same things she orders like yeah, that's that's fair like the the dish tekadon at uh like a sushi place like I get that because she got that is that the tuna yeah over the rice <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it's yeah it's more like like i'll yeah you'll mirror her actions we we have the same exact like habitual way of existing (laughs) like it's creepy actually that's funny (laughs) okay gray gardens (laughs) okay yeah like (laughs) secretly wish we we wish we could be great gardens. It would be, it would be um, so comfortable. Like, it'd be so, like, I can non-top. see you both in your fucking nap dresses in a house, okay? <laughs> and like, oh. I ask her all the time, I'm like, why are you like this? Like, why did you make me like this? She's just like, I just, like, it just is. She just is. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Life um, is that way. Okay. Next what you, question What are you listening to during the work day? Um, I switch it up recently. I've been listening to light jazz (laughs) playlist on Spotify. I can't listen to that much like music that has a lot of words when I work. I need something that's really, truly my background. If I'm working, well, if I'm like, if I'm like cooking or I'm cleaning, it's or showering. It's mostly always Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) What about you? Okay. Taylor. I, so I can't, so I can't actually work and listen to anything. Like if I'm actually working on something, I can't listen yeah. to anything. But if I'm just casually like on my computer doing stuff, I'm usually listening to podcasts. Although because Taylor did just come out with Evermore this week, I'm listening to Evermore, but on a regular week, I'm listening to podcasts. Okay. That makes sense. I can't yeah. hear words like my at the same time as I'm typing something or reading right. I something. I need like silence when I'm actually working on something. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I actually like, I've noticed that having some background music makes me focus so much more because the silence sometimes makes my, yeah. my thoughts run amok. So I get very easily distracted. Avi listens to like techno trance. It actually kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. There's this great, um, Spotify playlist called a brain food that has that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, recently because Rusty gets home from work and he like immediately showers after being in the hospital. And so yeah. he'll, he'll be like, Hey, Google play, whatever playlist. And so he'll like changes it up. Like sometimes it's acoustic chill, but recently he's been playing the jazz and I was like, this is great. Like I'm kind of really into this. So, cause I'm like still working or something, you know, and now yeah. I've taken that habit. That's like, good. Oh. Spotify has gotten really good at um, predicting what I want. They just have all of our data. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Favorite memory from this past year? It's like pre-pandemic or post? <laughs> like, I don't this know. This whole year. It's 20. I mean, I guess I have to say my own wedding. It probably, yeah, it is. That is my <laughs> yeah, favorite that memory. That has to be the, the right <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I have a terrible memory. <laughs> I had a really fun time skiing at your bachelorette. Oh, yeah. The, I was going to say my bachelorette is like... I was going to say you were going to say your bachelorette and I forgot you got married. <laughs> but like, then okay, I was like, if it wasn't she... my own wedding, it would have yeah. been my bachelorette. Yeah, that was... I've just... I've never... That was like a first time experience. I've never skied out west. And that was like so fun. And then also, I guess, like second to that is when we got stuck there. Me, you, Jernana. Oh and then God. like got had to go there and we ended up getting really nice massages (laughs) like that was really fun um when biden won that was a great day that was great agreed for me moving moving recently like just being here maybe the day my chairs arrived (laughs) 
Anything with like Sansa? Um, she's been cute. She's pretty consistently cute. Okay. Nothing. Jay's bachelorette was fun. That was this year. It was after my bachelorette. That that my timeline of memory is totally warped. It was like, a month later. It was a week. It was like two weeks before the pandemic. Jay's bachelorette. That's so weird. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, most embarrassing childhood item that you still have to this day in your apartment. Okay, it is my diapy. It is your diapy. <laughs> yes, it's called my diapy. Like she like, is called diapy. She's oh. basically a blanket. I could go get her from do you want me to go get her? Yeah, get yeah. Her? Okay, great. Di- diapy is in not your diaper. No, but that she. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think diapy was originally a cloth diaper that I became my blanket as a child. Okay. And she, just, she stays under my pillow every night. 
That's diabetes. Do you do you touch it? Her? Um, when I remember that she is there. Yeah, but you don't like to relieve anxiety. You don't like touch her. No. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like more more people have blankies than would admit. To be honest, I agree. I'm not ashamed. Um, I don't have a blankie, but I have two items. One is in my mom's house, and one is in my apartment. The apartment item is I have my first shoes. They are Fisher Price sneakers from when I my first sneakers ever. They still exist. I still have them because when my parents sold the house, we went through everything and I found them. I was like, I got to keep these. So I still have them. And my other item is more of like a blankie uh, like item is fluffy. So fluffy is my cat, (laughs) my stuffed (laughs) cat who was my best friend. Yeah, of course. I don't I don't have he's at my mom's house. Um but Fluffy was born I think he was he was born on um Valentine's Day. My mom <laughs> my mom gave me him when I and I think I was in pre-K or something. I remember I remember being in the car in the back seat. My mom gave me Fluffy and I was like, "I'll call you Fluffy." The ironic part I is this cat is <laughs> this cat is not <laughs> Fluffy at all. <laughs> So I like, don't get it. I like don't really love cats either. So I don't really, but I love Fluffy and I bring, I used to bring him everywhere to camp. I had, didn't yeah. give a shit. And one time I remember like getting on the bus and this was definitely maybe like before first grade. So kindergarten, kindergarten. And I remember getting on the bus and looking down and be like, oh shit, I still have Fluffy. Like I brought him <laughs> another so time that happened. <laughs> Another time that happened was when I went to see the, when I went to see Titanic with my grandma. <laughs> I, I brought Fluffy for emotional support. Um, <laughs> but now Fluffy, I refuse to let my mom throw out Fluffy. So he yeah. sits literally in her living room as like a pillow. You should keep Fluffy with you. I should. I I should. Yeah. I think my mom washed him. Good. <laughs> for the best. Yeah. Um, okay. So yes, okay. fluffy. It's like this grain white little cat. So cute. Anyway. That is very cute. Oh, All right. Send a pic of fluffy. <laughs> okay. Next question. Uh, tell Carly or tell the audience how many tabs are open right now on your computer. Be honest. Five tabs and one additional window, which is where the DST outline is. What about you? Uh- um, I have several workspaces, and each oh. workspace has a themed uh, Chrome window, which has several tabs within it. Yes. So I have, like, at what projects I'm working on, there's tabs within. Yes. And I recently set up two screens, so that's even better. Wow. So now I have, like, I can really see it all. But I would say I have a lot of tabs, but I, I'm not bad at closing them. Yeah, I just, the same. The reason I only have five is because it's Monday, so I haven't collected any like you collected yeah. status. You know, so like, I have one, two, three, four, five, six on this one. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five on this one, and then other workspaces just have one or two. So that's not bad. That sounds like an my, organized. Okay, yeah. you know sometimes when people will share their screen and they have like. So many tabs. I'm like, how do you even, you're wasting, you must be wasting so much time trying to figure out which thing to click on. Oh, I agree. I agree. I cannot stand to have an expired, aka irrelevant tab open past its relevance. Like if I finish an article, close the tab. It's, it's a hoarding unless mentality. I am, right. Unless I am referencing the article, like in a time where I know I will need it, mm-hmm. I'm going to close it. 
Definitely. Yeah, I agree. You have I to agree. clear that shit out. It's yeah, and bad. if you need it again, make a note and copy and paste and organize your thoughts. Like if you right, want to say like somewhere. something I'm buying, like, oh, I want to buy these sweatpants, which I have that open right now. Um, right. I want to buy these sweatpants, but I just like maybe I want to check out what else that site has so I can get free shipping. So <laughs> <laughs> I may, I put that in a note so I can go back to it. But well, sometimes with I stuff like that, I'll start a shopping if I'm sh- like, Right. I'll start a shopping window and then I'll have multiple tabs open and then I will minimize it until I'm ready to go back to making my final shopping decisions. Oh, right. My minimize so tabs. Annoying. I forgot I even have these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> next. Okay. What is your favorite go-to cocktail to make? really make cocktails. I tried to make martini, which I documented on my Instagram. And yeah, that worked. That was really disgusting. Oh, Um, (laughs) it was not good. Cocktail. I just like kind of wish it was easier to make a cocktail, honestly. But I don't I I just drink wine usually if it was easier to make a delicious cocktail and I had all the right ingredients like I probably would make like a delicious like maybe tequila a few weeks ago didn't you say you were gonna try to do that yes I did and I've tried I tried to make the martini like I went and I bought the vermouth and I and I and I got the vodka yeah I know but I'm just like fuck it (laughs) right (laughs) so yeah no so I don't have an answer I usually just mix tequila with whatever like sparkling and chaser might be around. Yeah, I can't like drink like just like a tequila soda at home. I need some flavor. Same. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Next question. What chore does your husband know you absolutely won't do? Example, dishes or cleaning the toilet, etc. Mine is like walking the laundry downstairs to 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 launder it. But oh. I'll fold. I'll fold. You're, you'll fold? Yeah. Um, won't do. I won't not do anything, but it's more of like a what's our what what, what groove have we gotten into that I you just he does, I don't. Yeah. Um he's mostly the one who's cleaning the toilet. <laughs> but yeah. only because his OCD is is worse than mine. His clean OCD. Otherwise, theory. I, yeah. Otherwise, I would do it. Um, I'm mostly the one. What? What is? What are? You, let's talk about what's your chores versus his chores. Okay, my chores are making the bed and making dinner, and his chores are the dishwasher and like cleaning up after dinner. Uh huh. Um, laundry and taking out the garbage, and then like neatening up and vacuuming is like we just kind of each do it whenever. Do it together. Okay. Rusty's like the deep cleaner. Yeah. I'm more the surface cleaner. <laughs> yeah. And like the tidier upper I try yeah, to be. Yeah, I'm a tidier. I'm the tidy. We both kind of tidy though. Yeah. Um, I do mostly like the dishwasher, the dishes, that stuff. He does the garbage. I agree. I think like the grosser things, like the guy does it, like yeah. both of our husbands don't mind it's doing. A, yeah. Rusty like will do the laundry. I'll fold. Yeah. Um. Technically, doing the laundry is easier than the folding. I just don't know why I can't force myself to like. I just don't want to go downstairs. I just don't think to do it. Um, but I, I'll like. Oh, I'll do the duvet always. Like that yeah. to me is not a big deal. Anything bed related is mine. I make the bed. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Okay, last question. What movie or movies are you looking forward to watching this holiday season? Okay, like any other year, this question would be relevant, but I've been watching movies all fucking year. (laughs) There's none. I have nothing to look forward to anymore. If I had anything to look forward to, I would have already watched it. Really? I like won't watch any movies that look subpar. Like I just don't want to watch it. Like I even won't. I didn't want to watch that prom movie. Even oh, I Meryl- watched it. I liked <laughs> Really? I heard it was like kind of okay. It it was, but it was like, fi- it was Ugh, I just don't want it. I don't want to. I don't want it. I'd rather just. Well, don't. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I fucking won't, Sammy. <laughs> so a movie that I'm always looking forward to every holiday season is You've Got Mail. <laughs> You can only that watch caviar is a garnish. Caviar is a garnish. You need to watch it under certain circumstances. I'm sure I've reviewed this. Um, or I've went through this on this podcast before, but just to remind everyone, you've got mail. The way you watch it is needs to be winter time. <laughs> needs to be cold out. But <laughs> if it's snowing, honestly, bonus points. Like that's a great scenario. It's snow, I think on Wednesday. Wednesday. So, so I think that calendar. might be the night. Um, you need to have a hot chocolate present. And if you could hang twinkle lights somewhere, that would be the really the the best scenario for you've got male viewing really, truly the best. So you've got the twinkle lights, the, the, the snow falling and the hot chocolate all and you're cozied up. (laughs) I have to tell you, I constantly feel like I'm in you've got mail because like I live near it. I live near. I guess. Yeah, that's true. And my one five two. Yeah. 152 well, you pockmarks. Live, you used to live even closer to it. I used to live like up you got mail's ass. Now I live yeah. like a little bit You're south. a little bit you're more but adjacent it, to it. Yeah. But I still do walk through the the scenery like if I did go outside ever. I just, <laughs> when I think of you've got mail, I just think of ugh, the scene when <laughs> when Megan is walking down the streets and she's just so bouncy and happy. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, feel, I would love to be Kathleen Kelly. Like because it yeah. is Kathleen Kelly. <laughs> it's just the best movie. And so, see, the thing is, my favorite movie used to be When Harry Met Sally. But then I watched both many times, and You've Got Mail started to win a little bit. It used yeah. to go up higher. Maybe, I don't, Billy, Billy Crystal is like funnier than Tom Hanks, like 100%, like more of a comedian. Right. Um, and it's also just as good. I don't think you can compare the two. <laughs> I don't think they have anything to do with each other except for the presence of Meg Ryan. They're classic Meg Ryan movies. What do you mean? Right, fair, but like classic. They don't really have much to do with each other. In 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 most ways they do. It's a classic romantic comedy with Meg Ryan. What do you mean? <laughs> They're all very different. Like, you know, I don't know about that. They're different in that I think when Harry Met Sally is more of a classic in terms of just like a more of a cult favorite. It's it's a smarter it's comedy. Like, I think 
when Harry met Sally specifically in the realm of like dating movies. I think of You Got Mail as about so much more than just the romance. You Got Mail is about New York City. Also. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> when Harry met Sally is purely about like a a, cha- a relationship a that's changed over like many years. Also, like You Got Mail takes place within the breadth of one season. And it no. only addresses the falling in love, essentially. Not just one. Than- oh, sorry. It does take place over like a year, <laughs> but it's only but it really only takes place over like a few months, less than a year. And it really only addresses the courtship. Whereas when Harry met Sally is like a lifelong story. Like but it's a courtship, it's still a courtship. At the it ends with sorry, spoilers ahead. But it ends, <laughs> it ends with them just being starting their relationship. You can't compare a decades long friendship slash courtship where they are also with other people to the short term seasonal romance <laughs> that is you've got mail. I think if you were to look on like an HBO or a Netflix grouping, you would see them both in the same category. Fair. You would also see Sleepless in Seattle, which involves great another romantic comedy. <laughs> Megan, <laughs> Megan Ryan. Ryan. I was about to say Megan Markle. <laughs> Meg Ryan. And also Tom Hanks. <laughs> hey, Tom Hanks the first. In, in another city. <laughs> right, right. It's you know they have another movie too, Joe and the Volcano. But we won't go there. I'm just okay. saying. <laughs> Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks can't twinkle lights snow if you can get it and (laughs) And if you're in manhattan while watching the movie hot chocolate yes and that's the perfect thing and that is what i am so looking forward to. okay i do think that the geographic um ambiguity of when harry met sally meaning like okay but the the difference is in you got mail new york is a character in sleepless in seattle seattle is a character but in when harry met sally that is a universal tale that could happen anywhere except in countries where they like arrange marriages a kind of but they 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 do make the city a backdrop of of like a character because the whole thing starts with them moving yeah but it's not like they didn't have to go to new york city they drops him off in the city but they could have gone to a different city I don't know. There's the iconic scene when he runs through the city streets of New York of New Year's. Those could have been those no. could have just as easily been the Chicago streets. You can't do you can't run like that. I didn't <laughs> you, could, you could run like that in Chicago. You can't, you can't yeah. not on New Year's Eve. No. <laughs> okay, but I don't think it matters. I don't to think be determined. Like, but it's I just don't think that people are like, oh, that's such a classic New York movie. Oh my god, wait, Sammy, Sean and Carly are chatting us right now in this Zoom that while you eat your pastrami sandwich, we're talking about when Harry met Sally, Cats Deli, New York City. Okay, okay, fine, fine. And <laughs> they, they, also just, they, also, they also just messaged they're both directed by Nora Ephron. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so maybe they're all the same movie, just a little different. They're a little different. Okay, fine. The Cats Deli thing. Yeah, I mean, isn't it weird that we were talking about that as I'm eating the sandwich? I'll have what she's having. Also, iconic Herbal Essence commercial. <laughs> remember and just i but i think that the way that they're different just to end this (laughs) is i think when harry met sally is is like a slightly smarter comedy whereas i think you've got mail is more of like 
a feel good romantic comedy. However, there are really, really good. Lo- it's really when, still really well, but it's a different type of writing. Okay. When Harry Met Sally answers an age old question for the genders, can women and men be friends? Right. You can't put that in the same category of NY152. Like you just, it's just like, those are, those are different. They're, those are movies that are tackling fundamentally different purposes. However, <laughs> Meg, Meg and Tom are also tackling a friendship like at the but, same time. And then but, they're like, they're, they're, they become, they are frenemy. They're, they're enemies that become friends that become. Well, lovers. then perhaps the question it's there. Can you be friends with your business rivals? Yeah. <laughs> no one thinks about that as like the essence of the movie. She, your mother was enchanting. <laughs> You, we, we need to end because I'm going to oh. literally just start quoting it like, yeah, without, without end. So everyone, I hope you also enjoyed our Mindy Kaling episode. I feel like we didn't debrief appropriately from that, which was a life changing moment for us. But we'll save that again for another episode. And you guys heard us talk about it after. So, yeah, please. Happy holidays. If you're already starting to celebrate, if you've already taken off, hope you're having you're having a lighter time right now, despite all of, you know, what we've talked about earlier. We're not going to bring that up again. Email us dsc at betches.com if you want to send us a dear betch for us to read on Thursday's episode. Send us your non-scale wins. Um, general praise is also appreciated, but and we would love if you could also put that praise in our reviews. So please rate, review, subscribe and follow us or DM us and or DM us at Sammy with an I, one M, at Aileen, no I, two E's. <laughs> And A L and then an N um, at Diet Starts Tomorrow. I feel like we just made it worse. They're gonna... I was like anti-spelling. Okay. Um, yeah. Good luck. You guys started to code those spellings. Good luck. And yeah, you're always with us through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com. Betches.